Hello there, and welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. My name is Denise Alvarez, and I'm so glad you're joining me here today. Now, before we dive into your year-end review, I will briefly introduce myself, just in case we're new friends, and then we will jump right into it. Now, as I said, my name is Denise, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help dream-chasing horse business owners like you to see clearly through the marketing overwhelm and really make a customized and doable plan that will help you turn your online audience into your customers. I do that through three-month intensive one-on-one coaching, as well as website design and website content and Social Stride, my monthly group coaching program. I do each of those things as well as this podcast because I truly do want to help equine entrepreneurs like you to be out truly doing what you love to do, out in the barn, out in the arena, out taking photos, as I know I have many equine photographer friends, whatever it is that you do in the equine industry, I want you to get to do more of it. And so here on the podcast, you will find a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos to help you not only see what's possible for your business, but I'm going to guide you through that process to help you make it happen. And so today we are going to do that by talking about three questions to guide your year in review so that it's actually effective and really helps you to get closer to the goals and the vision that you have for your equine business. Now, why are we doing this? We're close to 2023, right? So you're thinking, Denise, the year's almost over. Let's talk about goals. And I love talking about goals. Actually, next week inside of Social Stride, my monthly coaching program, we will be having a goal setting challenge and really diving into the how to of setting goals and creating accountability. And and I love those things. But I also realize that it's so important to look back before you start to move forward and see what you can learn. And there are some specific questions I want to give you as you do that. All right. Now, I've been doing this myself as well. So I've been looking back at this year and seeing how I've been clarifying the promises and my programs, clarifying my own messaging as well creating some systems and automations to make honestly my life easier when it comes to website and coaching agreements, right? What can I do that is taking up my time to automate things, still have that personal relationship, of course, but make it easier. And reminding podcast interviews, for example, when their interview is and what their link is and those types of things. I've automated that and it's made my life so much easier. And then of course, looking at my own products and services and offerings to see where my sweet spot is, what I'm really enjoying, where I'm making a difference for equine businesses and how I can do more of that moving forward. And that's just this year. Now, of course, not everything has worked perfectly and not everything will go according to plan, which is why I have also loved working with my own business coach these past few months. Um, I started, I think, September and it has been fantastic. I've loved having that accountability. I've loved having someone to talk with, to make a plan, to bounce things off of, to have some insights and see what's working and what's not and plan for 2023. And so I just, I've really loved lots of things about this year and I'm excited about the coming year. So I've taken the time to reflect and I would love to invite you to do the same. So as I said, goal setting, I'm a definite fan of, 
But what I know about a year-end review is that it's a really good way for you to evaluate if what you've been doing is actually moving you closer to the long-term goals and the vision that you have for your business. All right, so a year in review is deeper than did I meet my financial goals. It's more than just looking at your financial statements and your bank statements and evaluating that. Now, should you be looking at those numbers on a regular basis? Absolutely. I think we'll do a podcast about that in 2023. However, I want you to go deeper because if you are only focusing on those financial goals as a business owner, I'm afraid that it's not going to be sustainable. You may guide yourself or lead yourself into burnout or into frustration because there's so much more to your business than just the financial goals, right? Now, is that a part of it? Yes, I'm not saying it's not, okay? So whether you are a one woman or one man show or you lead a small team or perhaps you lead a larger team of employees or freelancers, there are three questions that I believe we should all be answering and asking for an effective year-end review, okay? Now, before I give you these three questions, I would like to first define effective because honestly, that's kind of a subjective word and it's not the same for everybody. So let's get on the same page. When I talk about an effective year-end review, it is a review that helps you to keep your eye on the prize, I want your why, I want your vision, those things to be front and center as you evaluate the year. Also, an effective year-end review is going to give you key areas for improvement in your business. As a business owner, I know that you are about continuous improvement, right? Continual change. And then an effective year-end review is going to propel you into the coming year. What's next? All right. So those are the things that make it effective. And so that was my evaluation keys as I was looking at these three questions I put together for you. All right. So grab your notebook, grab your pen, grab your notes app. I want you to get these questions. Now, of course, if you head to stormlily.com slash 102 for episode 102, you will find these questions there on the show notes as well. Okay. But if you want to take notes while you're listening, go for it. Grab your pen and paper. Okay. Question number one, what worked well this year? It is so important for you to look at how you are getting new leads in your business. What has worked well for getting new clients in the door? New leads as well as converting those leads into actual paying clients. I want you to look back at your processes. I was telling you about automating some of my processes look at your process. How are you onboarding new clients? How are you finishing when they are complete with their services? Or perhaps if they are a monthly payment or you have a lesson program or someone is paying on a monthly basis, what's your process for getting them signed up? What's your process for getting them a receipt and confirming their payment, confirming um, their schedule changes, right? All of those things have to do with your processes. Similarly, Look at your client communications. How are you communicating with your clients? Is that working well? Or what is working well in that way? When it comes to invoicing, what's working well in that area? Or perhaps it is bookkeeping that you need to look at. What about your social media? What has worked well this year 
when you look at social media. Now, of course, social media has changed and will continue to change so much on a monthly basis, right? The way we were using social media in January of 2022 is very different than how we're using it to publish content in 2023. The medium is changing. So the way that you are posting, the content that you're posting, take a look at that. Is it working? What's worked well? Are people really enjoying your live videos? Are your stories getting a lot of traction? Okay. And then I want you to think about what's working well when it comes to your online uh, freebies, your lead magnets, right? Are you getting people onto your email list? Are you building that email list regularly and intentionally? And what's working well to do that? And then think about your team members. If you do have a team, Or, okay, if you're saying, Denise, it's just me, do you have people that you work with that you contract with that help you perhaps with your marketing or other areas of your business? Is that working well? Or are there any areas that you can improve? Which is what brings me to question number two. What did not work well this year? Okay, I want you to think back all the way to the beginning of the year and think about the time that you have spent. Is it the way that you want to spend it. Meaning, um, time is such an important commodity, especially as a business owner. So are there things that you are doing that somebody else could do for you? Maybe how you're managing your time did not work well this year because you were stressed and overwhelmed and you need to outsource some things. Or maybe you just need to automate some things like I was saying that I did, right? Are there any issues that came up during this year that you have been putting off addressing? Are there perhaps clients and customers that are not working out that you maybe need to have some difficult conversations with and figure out in the coming year if you're still a good fit for each other? And then again, talking about team members. What is your hiring process like, whether it's freelancers and contractors or employees? Are you getting the right people in the door? Is that part of your business working well? And then again, looking at your marketing. When you think about email marketing, are you taking advantage of your email list? Is that working well? Um, Maybe you're building an email list, but you haven't actually started to email them anything. Maybe that's not working so well. What about your social media strategy? What about your website? Look at those things and identify if there are elements within that that are not working well. So for example, when you look at social media, if you say, I've been posting about a certain topic and every time I post, I can't get any traction. Okay, either the topic isn't working well, the way you're writing the post is not working well, uh, you don't have the right people following you, or your page isn't that active, you're not engaging with others. There are lots of different elements, but right now I just want you to look at what's not working well and make that list, okay? All right, question number three is what changes will I make as a result of questions number one and number two in order to keep me moving toward my goals? That second part of that question, friend, is so very important. It can be so easy in business to just go, 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 and not go back and evaluate, okay, what are the goals that I set at the beginning of this year for my business? And then evaluate if the things that you said worked well actually worked well to get you closer to those goals. 
Okay. And then maybe you need to double down on those things if they are working. Or you're saying, you know what? I thought this worked really well. But then when I look at it and I remind myself of the bigger vision I have for my business, it's actually taking me away from doing what I really want to do. So I want you to look at your list and keep in mind your goals and the vision that you have for your business. Because otherwise, it is so easy to create busy work right? And not actually do things that are getting you closer to what you want to do. Now, of course, your goals and your vision, honestly, that may evolve over time, but just continue to move forward to what you have in your mind and in your heart right now. Okay. So again, is there anything that you should double down on that's on your what's working list, right? If things that you've listed that's working well, what can you double down on? And then What's on your list of things that did not work well that you can potentially honestly quit doing because it will free you up to do things that are working well and double down on that? Or do you need to find a better solution for those things that will help you to get closer to your goals? And then I want you to consider the list that is saying didn't work well. I want you to look and see if there are things on there that perhaps didn't work well because you really didn't put the energy into it because you you couldn't or it just wasn't a priority this well this year. So perhaps it wasn't a priority. So it's not that it didn't work well. It's just that it's not working as well as it could. Is that something you need to evolve in? So for example, let's look at Facebook ads in my business. This year, 2022, when I'm recording this, I would say it would be easy for me to say, all right, Facebook ads just didn't work really well. I don't feel like I got my return on investment when I was doing them. But at the same time, I can honestly say in large part, that's probably because I didn't have the time or make make the time and the energy necessary to make my investments, or I'm sorry, my ads and investment strategy, meaning rather than looking for the quick win and just throwing some money behind it when I was in a promotion period, I didn't really have a long-term strategy when it came to my ads. So it's no wonder that I'm feeling like they didn't work. So I can really say, okay, that didn't work well, but it's because I didn't really have a strategy behind it. However, I know that organically connecting with my ideal audience, my potential clients on social media and through direct messages, I did get a lot out of that. I did get a return, but I also put more energy and time into that, okay? So when you look at that list, keep that in mind and don't just toss something off and say, I'm not gonna do that anymore because it didn't work. For example, with emails, a lot of times people will say, well, my emails didn't work, so I'm just not even gonna put the effort into it. Well, then when I dive deeper, they only emailed their list every couple of months and only when they were trying to sell something. Well, if you've been on the podcast very long, you know that I am really big on relationship building and using your email newsletter as a place to serve and sell. So if you're only selling, you're not serving, then it's probably not going to work as well as it could. Okay. All right. So I want you to look back at your list and ask yourself, what changes will I make as a result of questions one and two that will keep me moving toward my goals? Now, the key here is to literally write out what you're going to do. Make the commitment of the changes that you're going to make, okay? Now, this is where coaching can honestly be so valuable because it has built-in accountability. That's why I've loved having my business coach that I shared with you because 
I have that built-in accountability. When I am meeting with her, I've said I'm gonna have these certain things done. That's been my commitment. And of course, it would be wonderful if I could just always keep that commitment to myself, but I oftentimes will put commitments to clients before commitments to myself. And so having that commitment to somebody else has been so very helpful. So I know that moving into 2023, that's definitely something I will continue to invest in for my own business. And so let me just encourage you all, if you have heard me talk about coaching here on the podcast, and as you move into 2023, and you're thinking, okay, I've got this list, but I really would love somebody to hold me accountable. I would love somebody to really help me to create this customized marketing plan so that I have a strategy for social media, so that I have a website that's working well for me, so that I know what to do with emails and I know what to say. I know what my messaging should be. That, my friend, is where the one-on-one coaching really comes into play. So if that's something that interests you, I do have openings starting in the new year, and I would love to visit with you about your equine business and if we would be a fit for one another. So please feel free to reach out. You can email me, denise at stormlily.com, or again, you can head to the show notes at stormlily.com slash 102, and you will find me on there as well. All right. So if that's something that interests you, I would love to visit with you. But either way, there's definitely something to be said about writing it down. So I want you to grab a notebook, grab your pen, or maybe it's your notes app on your phone so you can keep it front and center and answer these three questions as you prepare to move into 2023. Okay. All right. I cannot wait to bring you more new podcast episodes in the coming year. And I can't wait to see what you're going to do, because I know that if you apply what you learn here on the podcast, if you apply what you learn from your year-end review, there is really going to be no stopping you in the coming year, and I can't wait to be a part of your journey. Now, if there is somebody that you think should listen to this episode, please do share it with them, and please feel free to leave a review. Whoop, I didn't get that out there very well, did I? Please feel free to leave a review, because that actually does tell Apple Podcasts and the other players that this podcast is helping people like you, so they will share it with more horse business owners, all right? I am so grateful for you. If you are listening to this before Christmas, I would love to tell you Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I can't wait to see you in 2023. Have an amazing day, friends.